Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Joyce Moran of Utheory. And Joyce is the training and education manager for Utheory Health and Beauty, the, the company uh, who's based in Irvine, California. I, I may have mentioned to you that I have been to the laboratory in Irvine. They have a beautiful 100,000 square foot manufacturing facility. It's always nice to visit these facilities, see how, how they're run. And this one is just beautiful, scientific, modern, everything you want from a supplement company. And Utheory, I'm always happy to say, they are the supplement house that really put collagen on the map. Collagen is probably the number one seller everywhere. Everyone loves collagen for skin, hair, and nails. And you theories really made it happen. Joyce Moran, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thanks so much for having me, Josh. Happy to have you on. I enjoy chatting with you about the uh, value of collagen and about all the items that you theory is you know, recommending. And uh, so I understand that, that you wanted to discuss men's health today. Well, in honor of Father's Day, whether we're, you know, whether someone is a father uh, or they have a father, where they've lost their father, and we're still honoring all the fathers. Um, so, yeah, we, we like, I'd like to focus on a few items that are really great and specific for men. All righty, that sounds good. Again, our guest is Joyce Moran, and Joyce Moran is the training and education manager for U Theory Health and Beauty. So, Joyce, what's first on your list today? I'd love to talk about Shilajit, Josh, because it, it really is, honestly, I think my favorite ingredient. It's at least in the top five. And <clears throat> honestly, prior to working at U Theory, I had very little experience with it, except in like a mask like a company had a facial mask, a Shilaji. And then I saw it in other, you know, places like in a powder. So I just, I know most people don't know what Shilaji is. So I just like to give a little bit of information on that and then how amazing it is for um, men. We actually have one for women as well now, but we're just going to focus on the guys today. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, so it's Shilaji. So spell that for us, would you? Oh, sure. S. H-I-L-A-J-I-T. All righty. And that comes from, where do they get that? So it comes from, um, we actually um, source it from the Himalayan mountains. And what happens is, um, so it's been in Ayurvedic medicine traditionally for centuries, um, thousands of years. And what happens is, in the Himalayan mountains during the summer months, it gets hot, right, and they compress. When those rocks compress, um, it exudes out of the rock. So we call it a mineral pitch. It's like a black tar. Um, and again, it, what happens is they just do it during the summer months. So it's a, it's a premium ingredient. Um, but because of that, you want to make sure you are using the clinically studied, um, generally regarded as safe. Shilaji, as opposed to just a Shilaji that you might find on the internet that doesn't have all the clinical evidence behind it. 
Right, that's important. Our guest is Joyce Moran. Joyce Moran is the training education manager for U-Theory, uh, U-Theory Health and Beauty, known for their collagen and other important items. So, Joyce, you're saying that Shilaji has a long history of use as an Ayurvedic medicinal product, but that U-Theory, is it a standardized Shilaji that you have? Is that, is that so you, you, can, you can tell the quality of the product? Yes, great question. So we use Prima V, which is the gold standard in the market, because it should have a lot of heavy metals in it because of where it's sourced and coming out of the mountains. Um, so they use a special process to make sure that everything is ultra purified and it has the maximum efficacy. It's also standardized to over 50% over acid. So... Um, I imagine you know what folic acid is, right, Josh? No, tell us. Tell me, please. Yeah. Okay. Well, folic acid is literally the most biologically, bioactively compounded soil. So <clears throat> with folic acid, like one molecule um, contains like over 60 mineral, trace minerals, um, vitamins, enzymes, and photochemicals. So it's got a lot to it. Um, and the folic acid is really the driver of the shilajit. All righty, all righty. And uh, so, is, is this, I pronounce it Shilaji. Is that how you pronounce it? Got it. Okay, <laughs> and... We, we say like Shilajit, 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 So that's how we say Shilaji. It's got kind of that same thing. Okay. Um, and once you know it, you won't forget it. All right, so now this, I think, Shilaji, I think, is somewhat of an exotic item for most people. So U-Theory has one they're very happy with. And how do I use it, and what does it do for me? Okay, so specifically for men, uh, we first came out with the Shilaji because it has um, clinical evidence of pre-mabee Shilaji to do testosterone. So there's two clinical studies behind that. So in that way, uh, before I go into a study, what it can be used for is to support healthy testosterone levels, but it's also been used to help people who are um, having a baby, and about 40% of the time, the infertility is due to a man. So in this way of taking this, they have, you know, they have um, one study where there were four different couples. They tried to get pregnant for four years. They started taking the shilaji, and three of the four couples conceived. And what they what they did is the testing to know that the CBC was working, it actually was in the semen. So that was how they actually tested huh. that the CBC was making the difference. Um, I imagine they did some other things too, but in this particular study. Um, the other thing is just so in one of the clinical trials, it's 90 days. So our product is a 30 day supply. We take two capsules a day. They're vegetarian. Again, we're using the Clinically studied Prima V, it's super clean. There are parts per million of any of those heavy metals because we test for that. Um, but anyway, in this one clinical trial, so they took 200 milligrams. Ours actually has two, 250 milligrams uh, in each capsule. But anyway, all that being said, um, it increased over 90 days male sperm count by 61.4%. Mom. And serum testosterone levels by twenty and a half percent. And in this study, uh, the placebo group testosterone fell during this time. 
So that that was one of the one of a few studies that is really great evidence of how well Shiraji can work. Okay, that's really impressive. I I did not really know any of that. So the Shiraji and uh, now. Do men use it on a regular, ongoing basis? I mean, how is it used? Yes, well, you'd want to take it for a long enough period of time, and you can continue to stay on it. You can stay on an extended time. Personally, um, as I mentioned, she was used for men and women, and it's almost like a multivitamin because of all the other things that it does. So it's it's not just going to help with healthy testosterone levels and and. Uh, sperm count, which is all really important to people, um, but it also has these other great benefits. So it, it really helps you to stay on it for an extended period of time. All righty. Our guest is Joyce Moran. Joyce Moran is the training and education manager for U-Theory, U-Theory Health and Beauty, We're talking about the men's health shilaji from U-Theory. Now, you mentioned there are 250 milligrams of shilaji per capsule, how many do you recommend per day, and should, we, should I take them with breakfast and dinner? I mean, how, how, what's the best time to use them? Um, we generally recommend you take them in the morning, um, and they can be taken with or without food. It's not necessary to take it either way. It's whatever works best for you. Um, and you'll get not just the benefits of that, but the other benefits of Shilaji. Um, they kind of call it a panacea, and that's a big word. But if you go on the internet, you'll see many, many, many articles on Shilaji and its other benefits, including the testosterone boosting and, and sperm, all of that, and free testosterone levels, all of that. But it also has so many other great attributes to it that are really incredible for men. Um, and again, a lot of them, there are some other ones that are really incredible for women. All righty. So we're talking about Shilaji, which I'm guessing for most people sounds like a brand new exotic item, uh, Shilaji. And again, what is the raw material source that U Theory uses for their Shilaji? Again, it's the Prevenue Shilaji. It comes from India, from the Himalayan mountains, and they, they literally scrape it off, and then it's ultra purified and concentrated, and then we receive it into our facility to put into our vegetarian capsule. All righty, all righty. And uh, so in the studies, one of the studies you cited, you said that really just over a three-month period, it allowed couples to conceive and also boosted testosterone levels in males. So that seems good for athletes as well. Uh, am I right in saying that? Oh, absolutely. You know, you're, you're thinking beyond where I just was going to talk about, which is perfect. Okay. Um, one of the one of the best things she does is it increases the body's production of ATP, which again is the energy of your mitochondria. So as we age, we lose levels of that, and there's I don't know how many mitochondria we have in our body, but there's trillions, there's tons. So when that happens, you know we need that energy for our entire system to work effectively, right? Um, so it helps in it helps in two ways. It increases the bioavailability or absorption of CoQ10, and then it also then is increasing the energy in your mitochondria. So that's just a great thing for anyone, whether you're an athlete or whether you're, you know, going into, you know, 
well, we could be not great at, at an older age, so I shouldn't really say that. But what I'm thinking is, you know, those weekend warrior athletes as opposed to people who are aging and have benefits for everybody. All righty. So, so, so Sheila G is an item that you like very much, and U-Theory is happy to uh, suggest. And, of course, they, as always with U-Theory, they have excellent source of supply. Their raw material suppliers are all, you know, studied and clinically shown to be, frankly, the best available source. So Sheila G, okay, is uh, hopefully an item that people will learn to use. Now, let's talk about one of my favorite items, which is collagen. And how can men use collagen successfully? Well, just like women, men have collagen in their bodies. And again, in our, about our mid-20s, we lose about a percent a year. Um, just with that, so let's say you're 50 years old, you've lost about 25% of your collagen. And there are a lot of significant aspects to that. You know, the wrinkles are one thing, but frankly, Josh, it's always what's going on internally that really, I believe, really matters even more than a you know, how good our hair looks, although it's going to help all that. It's going to do a lot of things from the inside out as well. Right. No, no. Collagen is obviously very important, and I'm always happy to say that, really, it was you theory uh, that put collagen on the map, and people like uh, collagen so much that I believe collagen is the number one selling uh, item in the natural food stores and in Walmart and you name it. I mean, everyone loves collagen, and I'm happy to say this, you theory put collagen on the map. So it's great for skin, hair, nails. We know that. Because we all want to look good. Also bones and teeth, you know, joints, ligaments, all that. Now, how much of the U-Theory collagen joints do you recommend we use every day to get good results? Okay, great question. So in the men's collagen, um, we have 5,000 milligrams of hydrolyzed collagen peptides. Again, uh, the collagen needs to be broken down to be absorbed into the body. And ours is broken down into the smallest parts per million so that when you take it, um, those, that molecule size will be able to, the molecules can go right into your body and start working, which is a great thing. Um, the other thing in this product that I just wanted to mention why we created this specifically for men is we wanted to be able to replenish collagen but also we added uh, 420 milligrams of something called OT root extract um, in a 5-to-1 extract, and it's super concentrated. And it works as a DHT blocker, similar to like a salt palmetto, um, to help strengthen your hair, regrow your hair, prevent hair loss, and also the premature grain of hair. So along with some biotin in there for extra, um, pretty much hair, skin, and nail support. All righty. And so, again, uh, we're chatting with Joyce Moran, who is the training and education manager for U-Theory Health and Beauty. On the men's collagen, what is the potency you recommend for us, and when should we take the collagen? Okay, great question. Sorry, I, I didn't go back to <laughs> that question, Josh. Okay, so it is you're actually taking um, six tablets a day. You're getting 5,000 milligrams, so that's a clinical dose for hair, skin, male joints, ligaments, everything within your body, okay? So you can take those all together, or you can take them in divided doses. And what we recommend is, especially if you've never taken it, you, and even if you have, okay, let me, let me backtrack here a second. Collagen gets into your system within um, 90 minutes of the time you take it. 
and it, it gets into your tissues within one to two hours. So with that, we know it stays in your system for one to two and perhaps longer clinically for showing. So as you take it, it's very cumulative in how it's going to impact your body. So we recommend when you start taking it, you just keep taking it. And we are the only ones who have designed the collagen specifically for men. And we have a, a whole men's line with six different items specifically branded for men. Our guest has been Joyce Moran, and Joyce is the training and education manager for Utheri, Utheri Health and Beauty, known for the collagen products that are so popular everywhere. We're just chatting with Joyce about the men's collagen, how, how good it is for men, and also great for women, too. And uh, I'm always happy when Joyce is on. I really like talking about the ideas that Utheri presents. Utheri, one of the leading supplement houses in the United States. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products made in Southern California. Try new Theory Daily Fat Burner for healthy weight management. Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response. Utheri Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments. And Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. Utheri, made for all of you. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right. Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my author is a pediatrician named Dr. Walt Karnitsky. And uh, he has a new book out called ADHD Medication, Does It Work and Is It Safe? Now, ADHD is a very important topic. A lot of people have probably heard ADHD, but they're not really quite sure what it means. And Dr. Karnitsky will help us today with this important topic. Dr. Karnitsky, uh, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Well, thank you. I greatly appreciate being here. Now, you are what is called a uh, developmental pediatrician. And uh, so you have spent your entire career as a physician working with children. Am I correct in saying that? That's absolutely correct, yes. And what was it that prompted you to study and focus on ADHD, which, as I understand it, seems to be kind of a relatively new diagnosis, only really being widely used maybe over the past 30 or so years. 
well, that's not necessarily true. Okay. Uh, there, there's actually descriptions of ADHD children going back to the 1700s. Um, and there's actually a section in the book on the history of ADHD that goes back uh, quite a ways. For the most part, uh, ADHD really only goes back to, to about the 1940s or 50s. Okay. Okay. And uh, so because you, this is your field of study and you, you know, working with children, in your opinion, ADHD, how do we, what is the, what's the definition you offer to parents of these children? Well, that's a complicated question, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, give it a try. The ADHD is a collection of behaviors. Every one of those behaviors occurs in every person at some point in their life, and they are not necessarily part of a disease or a disorder. It is only when those behaviors get to the point that they interfere with a child's ability to learn in school, to uh, gain appropriate social interactions with other children, uh, or, or, or other areas. And that interaction, or that, that, that learning process, uh, is, is interfered with by, uh, by ADHD. Uh, the, the, the main behaviors, and to give you an example of some of the behaviors that are normal, are uh, difficulty focusing attention. Uh, I think everybody has had problems focusing attention if they're listening to something that's boring to them. Everybody has forgotten things at times. Uh, everybody has been disorganized at times. So all of these behaviors are part of ADHD, and yet they are normal behaviors. So how do they get to be part of a disorder? Well, the, the, some of the behaviors become so frequent and so pervasive that they interfere with those abilities to, for a child to learn, and then we recognize that as a problem. All righty, all righty. That makes sense. Our guest is Dr. Walter Karninski. He's an MD, a developmental pediatrician, discussing his uh, brand-new book uh, published very recently uh, called ADHD Medication, Does It Work?, and is it safe? So ADHD really affects, uh, I guess, your, your, your work is with children. And uh, when did you specialize in this area? I started seeing children with ADHD 40 years ago. Um, during my fellowship in Boston, uh, between, uh, I'd say, 19... Um, I don't know, 80, 81 or 82. All righty. And so during that time, I've seen probably 10,000 children and probably 5,000 children with ADHD. And may I ask, okay, now this is a difficult question, I guess, because every child is different. So when, it, when, the, when the parents bring their son or daughter to you, do you do, is it a visual do you get background from the parents? Is there blood work involved? I mean, how do we make a diagnosis like this? I mean, what do you do? Well, the, the most frequent way of making the diagnosis is uh, re recommended by the American Psychiatric Association 
in uh, they put together a group of guidelines for diagnosis in psychiatry. ADHD has a set of those guidelines. They list approximately 11 inattentive behaviors and another 11 hyperactive impulsive behaviors. I'm sorry, nine of them. If you have six of the nine inattentive behaviors, such as difficulty focusing, easily distracted, difficulty paying attention, difficulty remembering things, then you meet the criteria for inattention. If you have six out of the ten behavioral uh, interventions or, or, or behaviors for hyperactivity and impulsivity, such as talking all the time, interrupting, uh, running around the room, difficulty staying seated, uh, if you have six out of the ten, then the American Psychiatric Association uh, feels that you have met the criteria for ADHD. However, we take that step a little bit further. Some children will have those behaviors, and yet they will not be affected by uh, their school performance. It, these behaviors will not interfere with their social relations. And as a result, the second criteria is that not only must they have the behaviors, but they must interfere with the child's ability to learn. So there's children that may present with some of these behaviors, but they're doing well in school and in their social interactions and in, the, in their play, and we have difficulty making a diagnosis at that point. Now, many of those children will come back to us three or four years later or when they get into more difficult academic settings, uh, and then we will make the diagnosis. But so, so that's the second criteria. The third and final criteria is that you must demonstrate that these behaviors that are interfering with the child's ability to learn are not produced by any other medical condition, such as uh, a hearing loss, a vision loss, uh, a genetic disorder, uh, such as fetal alcohol syndrome or other disorders that may interfere with the child's ability to focus and attend. So in other words, if a child has, say, Down syndrome and has difficulty focusing attention, we will not diagnose them with ADHD. We'll diagnose them with Down syndrome and, and, and tell the parents that their inattention is caused by their Down syndrome. Uh, they still may respond to treatment, and they still may need treatment the same way that other children who have the primary diagnosis. Well, I don't know if that answers your question, and I, it, it, and I know it is complicated. The, the problem we have with ADHD is that there is no medical diagnostic test, and that makes it difficult. Um, leukemia is a disorder that's difficult or easy to diagnose because when you get a blood sample, you can see abnormalities in the blood. For ADHD, there's nothing like that. That makes it more difficult, but we're still um, very convinced from the research that ADHD is a physiologic problem, not a psychological one. Ah, 
Okay, our guest is Dr. Walter Karninski. He's an MD, a pediatric uh, developmental pediatrician, and he has a new book out called ADHD, uh, ADHD, ADHD Medication, Does It Work and Is It Safe? And as you just heard, he just gave us a very nice uh, understanding of the complexity of the ADHD uh, diagnosis. So Dr. Karninski, so in other words, you're saying that ADHD is not the same as autism, which is also widely discussed. These are separate illnesses. Is that it? That is correct, yes. Completely All right. separate. All righty. And so we're, we're chatting about ADHD medication. And so my question for you is, that's the name of your new book. So what what can parents do? What do you, How do you start out when the child is really, you know, you, you really feel the child is something wrong, and you then they bring them to you? And what, how do you start out? What do you, what do you suggest? Well, when I see a new ch- a child for the first time, uh, I usually set aside an hour and a half to two hours to see that child. Unlike an average pediatrician, when they see a child, may spend 15 to 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes in complicated cases. I set aside an hour and a half to two hours to make the diagnosis. I, uh, I spend at least 45 minutes talking to the parents, uh, getting a history, both time-related and um, situation-related. And what I mean by that is that the time-related history, I, I'll go back to birth and start asking questions about how the child developed in the first year of life, uh, when he began walking, when he began talking. Uh, when he began relating to other children and so on. Um, in addition, I'll take history, which will you know, be family history. Uh, in other words, are there parents or grandparents or siblings that have the same symptoms? Uh, I'll go back and, and get further history from the school uh, how's he doing in school? How's he relating to other children? Um, that That's the first half of the visit. The second half of the visit, I spend with the child, part of that time with uh, with the parents in the room, part of the time with the parents out of the room. Uh, I will do a physical examination. And in, in, in the physical examination or neurologic examination that I do, uh, I'm looking for signs that would indicate that the behaviors that we're talking about are caused by something other than ADHD. Uh, Could a child who is having trouble focusing be having little mini-seizures throughout the day? Uh, So I'll be looking for things like that, both in the interaction with the child and in getting the history from the parents. So I'll spend part of that 45 minutes with the child uh, doing a physical and neurologic examination, and part of the time just talking to him or her, getting an idea of what they see as their concerns or if they have any concerns, uh, what kind of uh, difficulties they're having in school as well. And then I set aside an additional 20 minutes or so to do some uh, testing just to get a feel for whether a detailed psychological examination if necessary. And if that's the case, then I may send them to a psychologist or a psychologist that works with me to have psychological test, psychoeducational testing done 
where they'll look at uh, intelligence, academic performance, social abilities, and so on. Once that's completed, the psychologist will send the information back to me, uh, and then I'll sit down with the parents and talk to them about the findings, whether we make the diagnosis or not, for instance. All right, that seems like... And and if so, what treatment is recommended? All right, this seems, you know, very, very complex. Our guest is Dr. Walter Karnitsky, MD. He's a uh, developmental uh, pediatrician. His new book is called ADHD Medication, ADHD Medication. Does it work and is it safe? So, Dr. Karnitsky, you're saying that if you, through the history you received from the parents, find out that the mom, the mother, was a big drinker of alcohol and the child had fetal alcohol syndrome, so that child who's then born and who has problems with developmental delays, in your opinion, that child does have autism, not, does have ADHD or does not? Well, the child has ADHD behavior, but may or may not have the diagnosis. Uh, if it is felt that the hyperactive and impulsive behavior is due to the child's exposure to alcohol in utero, then we may attribute it to that. However, the treatment is generally the same. So either medication, counseling, behavioral intervention, uh, any of those uh, executive function training, any of those treatments that are commonly done would still work, whether it's part of the, the exposure to alcohol or whether it's an independent diagnosis. So in, in reality, the question of what's and it doesn't matter nearly as much as how disabling these behaviors are and what treatments would be most likely to help intervene and prevent those behaviors. All right. Our guest has been Dr. Walter Karnitsky. Dr. Karnitsky is a developmental pediatrician uh, trained at Boston Children's Hospital, and he has a new book out called ADHD Medication, does it work, and is it safe? You know, it's a complex subject, and as we just got a very good interview, and it, 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 it explains, you know, the uh, the difficulty of a nice, intelligent diagnosis, and how these pedi- how these developmental pediatricians, like Dr. Kordinsky, can be very helpful so that the children just do well. It's an important subject. Again, the new book is called ADHD Medication: Does It Work, and Is It Safe? Dr. Walter Kordinsky, M.D. And this is Josh Lane. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. U-Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products, made in Southern California. Try new U-Theory Daily Fat Burner for healthy weight management. U-Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response. U-Theory Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments. And Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. U-Theory, made for all of you. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. 
That's right. Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and I'm happy to say my favorite fashion model is about to be on the show. It's Elizabeth Thoreau. Elizabeth, a regular contributor, is the author of a very nice book called Be Fabulous at Any Age, which I enjoy reading, gives you a lot of information you can really use, and it's practical, and it's accurate. And Elizabeth also is the formulator of Replete Vegan Skin Care, which works very nicely. Uh, very good ingredients, and Elizabeth is one of the early people, uh, early fashion models, uh, and athletes, she was also an athlete, to recognize the importance of nutrition. Now, most people recognize, oh yeah, yeah, we know that's important, but when Elizabeth started, people kind of laughed. So I'm happy that Elizabeth uh, is my guest. Uh, My guest is Elizabeth Thoreau, author of Be Fabulous at Any Age. Elizabeth, thanks for being on the show. Josh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure speaking with somebody as smart and knowledgeable as you are. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's very nice of you to say. It's nice to get a compliment. Well, now, it's the truth. <laughs> you you have a book which I really have enjoyed reading called Be Fabulous at Any Age, talking about nutrition. And uh, today I wanted to focus on, you know, beautiful hair, skin, and nails because everyone likes talking about beauty. And... Uh, you also have these formulations that you formulated called Replete, which you know I, I know of, I'm using, and I know how nicely formulated they are, using very good ingredients. So let's talk about ingredients. What is it in Replete that makes the formulations so successful? Well, there are two factors. One is to have non-GMO ingredients of vegan nature that includes um, in my case of replete uh, roots clays seaweeds petals bark each part of each plant performs different function and it has different components and then the second part of it is how they're being combined that's the secret of combining because then they create um, a different power of their action. So how you combine roots and petals and, and clays and ocean water, that also is a component of red feet or extracts of fake oil. How you combine them in what sequence, what temperature, what part of the day and night creates different what we call compounds. And these compounds have power to do additional things that each ingredient individual can do. It's kind of like you have soldiers, but when you have an army, you certainly can accomplish more than one soldier individual. And that's how Replete was built, to create an army of nutrients to become the food for the skin. So the skin as an organ now has the power to function fully and it has the most function of any organ in the body because it is the largest organ in our body 
Right. And that is the skin. It's right. bigger than your liver, your brain, your, you know, your reproductive system, your digestive system. It's the larger. And it has the most responsibility because of it. You know, nature gives us the most water. We cannot live without water. It gives us most air. We cannot live without air. So when you look around you, what grows around you is probably what you need most. And they're not wheat, by the way. A lot of herbs we have casted away as weeds. But in most cases, the kind of plants that are growing around our environment are the plants we actually need. All righty. Most. All right. You see? So nature has a balance of need and supply. And that's what Replete does. It has this beautiful balance of supplying our skin's need to function fully day and night and support us in our life. All righty. Our, our guest is the fashion model Elizabeth Thoreau, author of a book I like very much called Be Fabulous at Any Age. We, we, we were chatting yesterday about this discussion today, and you mentioned that you use what is called seaweeds and sea vegetables. Now, why were you among the first uh, formulators to use seaweeds, also really called sea vegetables, in your formulations? Well, seaweeds are very uh, tricky to use because they uh, break down very easily. They create a lot of loose floating particles. And they also emit a very strong fragrance of seaweed. You really smell seaweed. So there was a, a need to develop a way to extract seaweed and use seaweed in a way that when it comes in contact with the skin, there is no more smell. But the ingredients and power of the seaweed is maintained. And all the iodine that our thyroid needs for full function. It's also maintained. So we had to develop a specific way of extracting of the seaweed that we use for specific seasons and specific performance to extend the life of telomeres. Telomeres decide how strong and how long your cells live, how, you know, how they die, why they die, and why they need to be replaced, and then I'm sure that the next generation is even better than before. So it was longer, it's stronger, it's more resilient. So that was the problem with seaweed. Uh, because initially, people were trained to smell perfumes. They were not trained to actually make sure you smell natural ingredients in your skincare because we were being told that, uh, you know, the artificial is better than the natural. And now we are coming to recognize that the natural is more powerful and it is better than the artificial. Right. So that's why seaweeds were not being used because of the smell. And difficulties in extracting it and, and then combining it in a formula without uh, going rancid. All righty. Now, if I can ask, our guest is Elizabeth Thoreau, uh, the fashion model, author of a book called, uh, very, a book I like, called Be Fabulous at Any Age. So, Elizabeth, the formulations replete, which you've had now for what? You've had replete, is it, is it nine or ten years you've been formulating replete? Oh, yes. And so yes. you you among the first to use it. So so the seaweeds, sea vegetables that you pioneered years ago, they're now more widely used, are they not? Well, like I said, it's still difficult how to combine them. Some companies claim they have some presence of seaweed or marine life, 
that when you actually uh, use the formulas or you look into the co combination of the formulas, there are drowning petroleum byproducts such as Vaseline or mineral oil or glycerin that kills it. So they no longer live and they no longer active. So oh, it kind of becomes a dead cell that has no smell, no function, but it only gives them the right to break. They threw it in there and they don't talk about the fact that within seconds it became useless. Oh, I see. Oh. So we are the only ones that actually have active. And how do you know? When you look on the label, you can see on the labels how many active other formulas have. And you see 1% active, and it's usually hyaluric acid or any other form of acid that strips the top layer of the skin, exposing the underlayer that is not ready to be exposed, that gets spots, burns, sensitivities, allergies that are airborne or foodborne because it's not ready to be exposed. Uh, it's the top layer that we preserve in replete and assure that that top layer is functional and smooth and appealing and resilient. So we have a different approach to skin care, skin maintenance, skin rejuvenation, skin appearance, because we do not strip the top layer. We actually want to extend the top layer's life as long as we can. And... Um, seaweeds are important in that function because they aid thyroid, they aid thalamus gland um, to pull in light, vitamin D, other minerals. And we know that not having vitamin D affects your immunity. So we are sure this, that the skin is pulling in vitamin D. We don't block the sun. Right. We just make the skin more resilient to interact with the light. You see, big difference how we approach our role. No, it is a big difference. Yeah, you have a nice background. Yeah, Elizabeth, in my opinion, Elizabeth has, our guest is Elizabeth Thoreau, the fashion model, author of a book I suggest you read called Be Fabulous at Any Age. And uh, Elizabeth, in my opinion, has an understanding of wellness. Elizabeth, the formulations you are the formulator of replete. Uh, you have one uh, called the Day and Night Cream. So how, yes. how, do I, how would I use that? Because that's a good place to start. Well... Our primary cycle, based on which our existence is based, starts with day and night. The function of the day is to accumulate nutrients, accumulate a needed source of life that can be then used during the night to be distributed, absorbed, used for repairs, and what is left and replacement, and what is left detoxed by morning outside through the skin through the lungs through the kidneys through the intestines and start fresh it's like cleaning out refrigerator by end of the night where you can put fresh food and accumulate all of it for cooking of a night <laughs> you see so this is how the body works and when you disrupt that cycle we are out of nutrients out of ability to repair and we can't detox because there is no separation of intake and output and what was used. So this primary circadian cycle of day and night, it's our base of our health and of our existence. If we don't sleep, we don't function well next day. If we don't function well during the day, we don't accumulate nutrients we need through food, through light, and through the skin of air. So those 
things have to really be maintained and respected. Good daytime afternoon exposure to the likes of photosynthesis, good ability of the skin to have open pores and have assistance in pulling in all necessary light to convert into vitamins, minerals, particles, trace minerals, elementals, so that we have strength and we have the resource at night. So the moon, actually, the moon has that function. So a half a cup of water before going to sleep will support that function because the moon moves all the liquids with nutrients to the body, you know, the high tide, low tide. Okay. Like we see in the ocean, it happens in our body too. So the sun provides the minerals, and then the moon distributes them through the body and washes them out in the morning for detox. It is a beautiful, beautiful system of day and night. So replete supports all those functions. Um, the night cream actually has extract of celery root that puts us in a deep REM sleep to allow all of the repairs to take place, you see? Because mm -hmm. without deep sleep, it doesn't happen. Right. And the deep sleep is also affected by the amount of photosynthesis we get at 4 p.m., you see? So it all works together. So you need sun to sleep, and then you need nutrients from the sun and air and food to be distributed by the moon during the night with support of replete night cream, which then adds into the functions and supports the functions of rebuilding, repairs and detoxification. So every nutrient in replete has been combined to support our function. And because of that, it's never too much of it. It's never too little of it. It's not too much of the same because it's supported for the function in the amount of time it uses it. You know, everything has proportion of time. Mm -hmm. The same food used during the different time of the day and night creates different body response. And pharmaceuticals even learn that now, that the same medication, the same dose to the same person given during different time of day and night creates different reactions. Right. So they're finally catching up with nature. They're not there yet. <laughs> right. right. So replete is ahead of time. It was built based on body needs and body function. And then I searched where I can find those things across five continents. All right. And we found them. And we combined them. And they're here in one place to support your day, to support your night, and the seasons. Because the seasons also change the three months of function of our skin as an armor and connection to the outside world, you know. Alrighty. Elizabeth, we have about a minute left. Our guest is Elizabeth Thoreau, the fashion model, author of a book called Be Fabulous at Any Age. Elizabeth has the replete vegan skincare line. Elizabeth, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about your book, Be Fabulous at Any Age, and the replete vegan skincare products? Are they very welcome to? On our Replete website, we have a chat where directly I will get all the questions. If they cannot be answered by anybody else, I will get them forwarded to me, and I will be able to respond directly. Oh, good. Good. 
So that's replete. Yes. So it's, I am totally reachable because this is a new way of looking at life. And there might be questions that, you know, are harder to answer. So I'm available because I really would love people to have the confidence of decisions they make based on information they understand. Right. Now that's important. Our guest has been the fashion model, Elizabeth Thoreau, author of a book I like very much called Be Fabulous at Any Age, a book which I is easy to read, frankly, and has lots of good information. Uh, Be Fabulous at Any Age. And Elizabeth has the replete, R-E-P-L-E-T-E, replete vegan skincare, which has very clean ingredients. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne and I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests, or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.